My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the force be with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And my name is Matt. And we are going to talk about Disney Plus Day, which is on Thursday, September 8th. And D23 is this weekend. Huge news coming your way um, for multiple projects, stuff happening at Galaxy's Edge, most likely. Uh, the future is bright for that category and for the future of Star Wars. And for the Book of Boba Fett, they have won an Emmy. And a possible um, leak of Mandalorian season three. Let's dive into it. Yeah. D- just, uh, yeah. Let's yeah. Just, just jump right in. Yeah. Just are you a beat first person in a pool? Or are you a like a, a head first kind of guy? Uh, it depends on the day. It depends on how shallow the water is, I guess. Uh, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm like a like a I'm a like a collarbone first kind of guy. I like to like uh, get a little bit okay. of lean. Yeah. Again, a weird opening, but you know what? That's fine. Right. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh dropping tomorrow is Obi-Wan Kenobi, a Jedi's return. Um this is definitely something that people have been wanting to see more behind the scenes. I'm really curious about the about the Order 66 stuff. I'm curious in how Hayden came back to that and like what his mindset and like everything because of that. That was a dark time. That was a dark time during the movie Um, when they were filming it all the way back when. And I'm really curious of what the actors' reactions will be kind of going back to that period. And then also I want to see them talk about um, that training session that, Obi-Wan and Anakin had in Coruscant. I think that would be really cool for them to kind of walk the audience through and talk about how they felt about it, kind of diving back in and getting those costumes back on again, like of, of the original prequel costumes. I think it's going to be a lot of feels. I th- uh, And I hope that maybe at the end they... I don't think they would officially announce season two, but maybe hint at it uh, because that's something a lot of people are wanting. For me, I think it would be better if they announced a Vader series. If, if if they did a Vader series and then tied Obi-Wan in, I think that would be great because there's, there's so much that you can do with Obi-Wan just staying on Tatooine. I don't think he would leave Tatooine again uh, unless something happened to Leia again, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, of, of course, until the events of A New Hope where he has to leave because, you know, Luke and everything. But I don't think that would... I I, I, don't I, I, I will I. Ooh. Well, I just <laughs> my face. Okay, I just, yeah. I just um, don't think anything would really get him to leave the planet. Besides no. Leia, and like when they, like I said, we've said this before, but like when they initially, you know, did the run out the script and the storyline for the first season of Kenobi, they never did it with the intention of being blessed by the presence of our boy James. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, keep going. Sorry, sorry, Mac. Uh, we are talking um, about the how they are dropping Obi Wan Kenobi uh, and a Jedi's Journey uh, tomorrow, and we were talking about of what we're hoping to see from uh, 
from all of the um, behind the scenes stuff. And I was talking about a potential maybe season two of Obi-Wan Kenobi announcement, but I'm hoping that like, I, I, I would hope it would be a Vader show instead. I, I think a season two Kenobi series is, I think that's a little too soon to be. I know. Right now. I know. I mean, as great as that would be, um, I, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, like you said, if they did a, jeez, uh, if they did do a, Kenobi Vader, of course, would be the better choice to say, like, we're dropping a Vader series. And then also um Book of Boba Fett 2, like like just a finite, like we are doing a Book of Boba Fett season two would uh probably be a more likely situation than an Obi-Wan Kenobi season two. Right. Um, because of right now the uh the Kenobi the Book of Boba Fett is just that rumor and that that poster we saw, I think, like yeah. America. Um, so that might be a confirmation. Or like maybe not even an announcement, like maybe maybe some type of hint that it potentially might happen. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it would be really cool. Uh because of that, that like show was phenomenal. And yeah, and liked. no one can deny right. that that people were very, very excited to see all these great characters and actors return. And if it is something with the Vader show, I think that would bring in even more people. And then you could tie Obi-Wan in it in some way. Because to me, there's no Anakin without Obi-Wan. And there's no Obi-Wan without Anakin. Like, yeah. like they are so bonded. And they're like, you know, um, they're like characters are great alone. But they stand stronger if they're in the same storyline together. So, so let me ask you this question, question about Darth Vader. So Darth Vader is is pretty awesome. He's one of the most legendary villains of in cinematic history. Yeah. Is is, is cool Vader case. great in small doses, or is Vader, or do we want an entire show with Vader, like every, like he's just the main character, or do we like the whole fact that maybe the mysteriousness, the barely seeing him, makes him that much more better? What do y'all? So. Think? It's kind of a deja. This is kind of a deja vu conversation because it's kind of like with Boba Fett. People felt the same way uh, with Boba, where his story was told, because he's such a legendary character, and and he was also mysterious in a way. So when his story was told, there were parts of it where people were like, "Well, that's not how I imagined he would act." And I think the biggest one of, you know, a fine example is he gets his ass handed to him by Black Crescenton, right? Like, you know, like a big fight and everything. And then they somehow get um, Black Crescenton to fall into the old Rancor pit. And then Boba walks down wearing a bathrobe. And he's like, hey, man, is everything chill? Everything good? And it's just, and to most of the audience, we were like, Boba would never do that. He would have put on the armor and 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 got ready to jump back into the fight. Uh, so to me, that was like a big, like, Oh, I I don't know about that. I think that with Vader, because his story is so established, uh, and we know almost everything about him. I think if there was a whole show dedicated to him, I think it would work out fine because if you, you have the comics, you have the books, uh, there's a whole Vader comic book series that really dives deeper into his time as Vader, 
But seeing that live action, I think where Vader is isn't as prime, kind of like what we saw in the Kenobi series. I think that would draw the audience in because people want to see him dealing with everything that happened with Order 66 and Padme, but also maintaining that structure of he's this strong, powerful being, but his weakness is his past. And I think that would be very awesome to see on screen besides the novels that we have. Gotcha. Yeah, because there are there uh, there is a very good run of Vader uh, comic book run of Vader right now. Um, yeah. I think it's over, but it was it was really good. And then plus the whole watching Vader unleashed, you know, watching Vader just go to town like he did with yeah. Rogue One as well as a little bit there in uh, Kenobi. Matt, what's your what's your thing on, on Vader? Uh, like you want Vader. Do you want like a whole show of Vader or would you be cool with Vader being like the in the shadows uh, mostly for live action? Because apparently comic books work, but for live action, they haven't really done that yet with Vader. Yeah. Um. Being a, a guy who's kind of a, you know, like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the guy. He's a pretty cool dude. I look up to him. But, oh, wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think his, his ideals, his morals are all great. Anyways, but for <laughs> real, on a real note, yeah. Uh, I think that is, it is important for uh, a, a person of his stature and, you know, his all of the things that he like known for uh, especially like if um, put yourself in the position of a stormtrooper in the empire who's never even like seen him in person mm-hmm. and but they all fear him just because of the legends and all of the stories that have come out of you know his existence but they never see him and yet they still fear him um he's not a talkative guy he's a man of action he's a man of few words um and he's he's not the kind of villain who needs to say much because he proves himself through his actions and through um, his convictions being an individual who went from being just a Jedi Knight not even a Jedi Master to um, over you know like overthrowing and destroying the Jedi Order um, and becoming like one of the two Sith um, in a matter of days and weeks leading up to the episode three uh, conclusion it's just goes to speak to his character as to how much he is willing to do to achieve what he believes in. Mm. Um, but then when you take the thing that he believes in away, uh, that being uh, uh, hope, love, family, Padme, I guess all of those three things put together, um, you create a villain with no morals mm. um, and a villain with no, no resolve. He has, his his duty to um his master he has his duty to the empire but in the end he has nothing to lose essentially and when you're i mean literally he's he had he could cut all four of his limbs off and he'd probably be okay i mean someone's done that a few times i think yeah um, he um yeah. he fashioned himself a suit based off of battle droid armor for sure he's awesome <laughs> he, he's a he's a guy that will take whatever situation he's in and he'll make the best of it Mm-hmm. Um, and at whatever cost it takes, whether to himself or to those who are with him, you know, as a stormtrooper or as any kind of ally to the Empire, he is an individual of little words. Yeah. That being said, a series that would come to exist based off of his story, um, and just had having known some of the stories that could come into existence based off of the comic books and some of the novels that are based off of him. There's a lot of potential for it, 
Uh, there's a lot of action sequences and a lot of uh, backstory that we could be filled in as to his role in the Empire because all we know is that he is in this great leadership position, but we don't really know much about in terms of you know canon and what we've seen on screen as to what he has done for the Empire. Mm-hmm. But if you were to bring some of those stories into existence um, from, you know, some of the lore of comic books and novels, there's a, there's some great visually stunning scenes I can think of off the top of my head that I would love to see in live action. Yeah. 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 The more, the more I hearing y'all talk about it, the more I'm like, okay, it could work, (laughs) but uh, y'all convince me. But, But one thing David did say was, uh, the, the interesting about Vader, yeah, there is conflict, even though he says there is none in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Vader is always being torn, and yes. I, I think exploring that, um, anyway, uh, I think exploring that would be something really, really cool to see. And, uh, oh, hey, Josh, how you doing? Good, I'm doing we're talking well. about Darth Vader, and uh, of course, what else would we be talking about? I'm just kidding. Um, and so, yeah, we're talking about if Vader would work on it on a show if, if uh, Vader had his own show on Disney. Plus. Uh, because that's one of the things we think may be announced at D23. Um, but mostly that is wishful thinking. Because, <laughs> well, I, I mean, as much as I think Lucasfilm would be smart to do that, I don't think they're going to do that just yet. I think they're going to people, people love Hayden, right? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, ever, ever since he got back, um, Hayden coming back as Vader in the Kenobi series, that was a huge selling point. Uh, for the series that some of the actors were coming back but hayden had a huge has to me has always had that huge following ever since the prequels came out and 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 in the clone wars not as many people know this but hayden actually wanted to come back as anakin and voice anakin in the clone wars and they said no they wanted to go to a different approach and it's like hayden has always been part of star wars he always wanted to come back in some Mm -hmm. way and after I learned that, I was devastated because I never thought I would ever see him live action again. But then here we are years later, we like saw him, you know, holding his lightsaber again and then also wearing the Vader suit again. It's this is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. And right now would be the be a amazing time to announce the Vader series. People would flip out. Uh, if they announce that at D23. Now, you're right. You it might be too soon. Are you, are you saying that, like, if you, if they announce it, but then they have, like, a release date of, like, 2025, is that going to annoy you? Like... No, no, no. As, like... like There's, like, a little sprinkle on top is that, like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're making a Vader series, lol, and then it's, like, 2025, which just has, like, a well, night. Well, they actually did <laughs> announce that for the Kenobi series. They... Like, if I remember correctly, they announced it, but they didn't announce when it was coming out. They were just like, here is Ewan. He's coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, And then that was it. And they announced they were doing the show, but they didn't give her a release date, which I think was smart at the time. Uh, And I think they will probably do that for the Vader series. And Hayden is a huge selling point. I think we need more Hayden in... um, I, I think we need Hayden more back as Anakin, which we will in the Ahsoka series. That's our that's already been established. That is definitely happening. Uh, did Did you hear that thing with the Ahsoka series? How Rosario Dawson posted that tweet, like Sky Guy, they know, see you in the show, mm-hmm. when she really didn't know that was for certain. Like that was a rumor. Someone had also told her, and 
there there's a there, I read an article where she did say that when it wasn't actually a hundred percent certain that Hayden Christensen yeah. was gonna be in Ahsoka. Right so in a like way at, she, at the time she spoke that into existence as well because now he is gonna be in it. But I just found found that kind of funny that she did kind of accidentally she also that. did that for the uh for the casting for live action Ezra and Thrawn as well. <laughs> She's great. Ezra. I like I like Rosario Dawson. Yeah, just, just keep telling her stuff and she'll tell us. She does it. <laughs> cool. She's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, D23 is starting um is it tomorrow? Uh, is it tomorrow or the ninth? I know it's sometime. It's the ninth through the uh twelfth. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, right down the road for me. I might just try to sneak in. I'm not gonna sneak in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. But um but yeah, so so what else? Uh, uh, so yeah, that's D twenty three. Anything else? Uh, well, yes. So there is, oh, there was some of the things that were announced for it, but there was. Here's also like the stuff that we're hoping that we see. Um, we are hoping to see an actual release date for Bad Batch season two, which I think we will get. Yeah, that one and just, that uh, and weird. they will. And we're hoping to get the Lego Star Wars um, Skywalker Saga DLC reveal and trailer because that definitely like needs more. And people have been asking for customization for that game, and I think we will get it. I, w- I would be surprised if if we didn't get it at the games panel, and and the actual Lego game will be like a will be like the first topic they talk about. I- I'm really hoping for just to see that Ubisoft game. I would uh, love for them to. Do a little yeah. teaser that Ubisoft gave. Hey, side mm-hmm. note, um, Josh, have you ever considered ASMR? Because <laughs> no, you he actually like... have a good voice, Josh. <laughs> Thanks. He likes likes to get out like right up in the mic, and I'm like, <laughs> but, but hey, what's the um? I'm sorry, what's the, me a story? The, the Ubisoft? Uh, what is? So the... I don't know if you've seen that trailer. It's a, it's an open world one, but I don't know if you've seen the trailer for the the new Avatar game by any chance um we discussed it very briefly on uh the podcast okay, we did okay. on monday but we didn't get into it much we discussed more of the the writer from far cry 6 with Giancarlo esposito yeah. and oh, ubisoft okay. doing a project but we got like very briefly mentioned the, Avatar. actually the ubisoft panels quite soon anyway which would be pretty interesting if they wanted to drop it then but mm-hmm. um most people know that there's a open world's new engine that Disney was working with Ubisoft to be like, all right, if you're going to do well and you really want Star Wars, prove us on Avatar. Mm, and yeah, with state-of-the-art real-world Absolutely graphics. gorgeous. I, I can't wait to see more from it, but we do That'd know that that Star Wars project is in the works, and mm. it's far enough along to where I believe they could technically show something at D23 if they wanted to, and I think that would be the biggest mic drop, because I think that's the one that a lot of people were looking forward to. I'm think, extremely yeah. looking looking forward to um i mean i'm I'm looking survivor. forward to yeah survivor but i mean i think this is definitely like my second like i want to see more from it i think if we got a trailer from it, it would be really really good like an in-game footage one would be great i will get, <sighs> see, didn't we get a trailer for something and then and then and then it was it like, was star wars eclipse but yes yeah. that was, was so disappointing game anyway like i'm not super disappointed because it's going to take forever, obviously, yeah. and that's fine. But it's a David Cage game, so it, it was just going to be like it's gotcha. like a story game. It's not like choose your own adventure kind of right feeling, now open, which world. is what what this open world one is meant to be. Yeah. So either I like think the it would be GTA like this, of Star Wars, baby. 
That's what people want. People want to just go up, take someone out of a land speeder, take it, pimp it out, like just drive around like the planet. I get mean, honestly, caught and then drive into a garage and then it comes I think it would be perfectly extremely new good no timing for having the Ubisoft like panel for their new games and this D23 like gamer thing. They're very close to each other. So I think yeah. that because I know that the number one game right now that people really want to see from Ubisoft is Assassin's Creed in that game. And I'm like, hmm, it'd be interesting hmm. to see if it pops up hmm. there. That would be interesting. Uh, David did say uh, some tweets today unconfirmed that Bad Batch is dropping on the 28th, which is kind of weird. Uh, that was the original date everywhere. for it. I think, yeah, that... it was the original date. And then they were like, yeah. nah, just kidding. But now they're going like, yeah, it's it's the 20th. So I just want a definite answer about this this show. Okay, <laughs> So D23, just give us a, a definite when I would the like them to at least acknowledge the confusion that they have created because <laughs> of because of they have they, they had on the roster. They like took it off. But then if you look in Australia, it's still on their roster. And then it's like, I think we'll just have time. to wait until Disney yeah. Plus Day, to be honest. Yeah, until we get like yeah. some Which solid is, information. Um, tomorrow. Yes. Yep, the, uh, wait, no, it's the 9th. No, no, Disney no, Plus no. Day is tomorrow. The D23 Disney Plus Day is tomorrow. Starts yeah. Oh, that's why I was getting confused too. Yeah. Tomorrow yeah. is, Plus Day is tomorrow. the next day, Friday. Yeah. That's so I think, yeah, I think we'll get more information tomorrow. On uh, no, the, like the panel with like Lucasfilm is on the 10th at 10 a.m. My birthday. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, and then something back. else that we will said, probably mm-hmm. get. Something else we will probably get at D23 as well will be our first look at Mando and Grogu. Uh, coming to Galaxy's Edge and over at Disneyland, and potential um, new stuff for Galaxy's Edge. Uh, what and the Halcyon, Disney World, or just Disneyland? Disneyland currently. Disneyland probably. Disneyland, I'm- yes, but I am hoping that we also get some announcements at the parks panel because, yeah, you know, Star Wars is, is a is a big IP. And I would be surprised if they're like, all right, this is it. We're like cutting it off. Like there's so much to add to it. And I think they, and I think they will. I think I, right I would be now is the, the smartest thing is for them to start showing some real changes to the parks yeah. and, and really getting people in with the, the threat of um, the new universal park opening up so soon. I mean, mm-hmm. Disney just doesn't seem to, they care about revenue and they care about, where it comes from and you know the fact that like disney parks is like 10 percent or 12 percent of like the overall revenue of of like disney's corporation so it's just i mean i don't know i mean disney i always like envy disneyland because they're always way more able to uh, have uh characters out and about just because of their size and the quantity of people but um yeah i i really would like to see um what they have to offer for the future of galaxy's edge um i'm excited to yes. see what that might be for not only Disneyland but Disney World, or if they decide to change, take it up and do some parks uh, uh, internationally. Maybe we know over. that the the characters that we have in uh, over at uh, sorry at, over at California, Orlando, yeah, that are no, walking around are going to be over at Launch Bay for us. So you'll be able to go and take the photos, not at so not Indy Galaxy's 2, Edge, but in but, like the Hollywood Studios yeah, over at Launch. At, Bay. Okay. Yeah, at Launch Bay and Hollywood Studios. And, um, That's been the rumor. Um, like I, um, I am hoping like that ends up being the case. Like we, that hasn't been officially talked about anywhere. That's only been like the main rumors. So I'm hoping it ends up being at Launch Bay. 
Yeah. And like David says, just have a ton of Mandos just walking around. Oh, Borgullet. Borgullet should be walking yeah. around as well. Uh, and somebody did ask, is this a live podcast? Yes, this is a live podcast from Twitch. Yeah, they asked us from Twitch. This is a live podcast. Did they just tune into our live podcast and then ask if it was a live podcast? <laughs> hey, some people, some, people, some people are jerks, though. They, they they say it's live, but it's just a, it's just a stream. So, yeah. So, yeah, no, this, is, that this is, is true. Live. That is a They're true statement. This. But um, but working at the park, I'm not giving away any secrets, but at working at the park, there was a lot of talk while I was there of things that were supposed to happen at Disneyland. Things that were supposed to happen that got put on hold because of COVID. And COVID affected a lot of stuff with the parks, um, not just Galaxy's Edge, but the entire the entirety of Disney World and Disneyland. So now that with COVID kind of out um, and everything getting back to normal, it, it seems like now is a great time for Disney at D23 to say, OK, here's what we promised. And it's finally going to start to happen in the coming years. Um, that's what I'm hoping uh, starts to happen here pretty soon. But we'll we'll just have to wait and see. And I wanted happens. to mention this earlier when Colin was talking about wanting the Darth Vader series to come into existence. If they were going to be mentioning something related to the existence of that series potentially, wouldn't it have would have it had to have been already in some sort of production phase, like like either months or like even like a year ago or perhaps a couple years ago? Can you elaborate on that first part? I'm you sorry, you said you at, at D23 you were hoping maybe they might like mention something about season two of Kenobi or mention the oh uh, of, launch of, of, of Darth Vader series yeah of the Vader series and yeah. if they were to do that this year wouldn't they would have already had to have been in some sort of production phase um and would we not have heard about it at all okay because so very how, how much of your pr- production phase do you are you looking for because i mean that's what we were thinking like that it could just be a mic drop like like we've talked to hayden and he knows that we want to do a series and we're going to do some planning later but it's on the books like we're going to do it so well we've had this before where star wars says that they're going to do a project and then oh yeah but but i think it, it, it would be cool to see that mic drop just to be like all right vader series by the way just the logo just the logo exactly exactly because i mean we've seen the logo for acolyte and it's yeah. literally been like what almost four years now yeah like i like i i mean well they're building people, set it's happening people would f- f- like flip out if it if all of a sudden like the like the stadium went black you like heard darth vader's breathing and then hayden walked on stage and then and then it just popped up on screen vader and people would be like thing. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be great. If we if they're going to be doing a Darth Vader series anytime soon, it has to be sooner rather than later, just for the sake of um preserving the voice of James Earl Jones. Um and potentially using uh, it. I know you guys in your technology and adapting well, that, languages. <laughs> all and three of us were like you children mm. in your technology. But, but they like, did it though. They they did it though, Matt. They were able to to use to use that 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 yeah but like darth vader was present for like what percentage of the series imagine doing an entire series based off of him do you think you can create a language with what we already have for a whole television series weirdly yes but then again i'm the kind of guy who also if like just watching vader like for some odd reason i don't know how they do it but putting the camera on vader when he's not talking you know yeah and it's amazing. exactly so, there's not many you lines can tell what that man's do. thinking you can't even see his facial um, features exactly. but, but but i'm saying that's that's the beauty of, of i've also of always wanted to like touch it. his little silver nose and so it like uh, perfectly fit my finger uh, <laughs> so what i'm saying is you don't yeah we could have a whole show about vader and vader could be a big part 
but he doesn't have to be speaking the whole time. People could be speaking to him. How many? Yeah, like I'd say like forty percent of the line count was because not talking. I don't think we've ever had him like talk as much as in the Kenobi series because I I feel like he's talked. Oh, he was talking a lot in the Kenobi series. Uh, he talked a lot in uh, Star Wars Empire, Rebels, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. He... But Rebels was voiced weird. That was actually James Earl Jones, though. Like I, um, I know, but every single time it, he showed up, it was James. Even Jones. if that's what makes it interesting, is that it's like, uh... yeah, he is. He is a little bit older. I mean, not a little bit. He is. He is old. He is in his that 90s. boy up there in age. So. Uh... That's pretty good, actually. Um, but uh, but I, I mean, I, I think I, I, I'm not I'm not too concerned about the voice. Knowing that they are able to use some of his voice will will be will be plenty for me. Knowing that his legacy, yeah. even after he's gone, will be able to keep going. We'll be able to we'll be able to keep hearing that that legendary voice mm-hmm. of Darth Vader. Um, so what yeah, I mean, um. That is also the same thing like they did for Luke and in, in the Mando season two and Book of Boba Fett, especially mm-hmm. in the Book of Boba Fett, because it's like that is Mark Hamill. They have they have just did voice cloning is um is what David was talking about, and it just made him sound like exactly how you know Mark Hamill sounded like back in the nineteen eighties. Uh, it, it was done so well and. For the non-normal fan, if this was their first time watching it, the, the, the I guarantee some people would be like, "Man, like this is great. This is high definition." Not knowing that that they de-aged um, Mark Hamill for like like for the book of Boba Fett, and they did deep fakes and everything. Hmm. Um, and and and, and and that's the same thing with the voice. But I wanted to transition and and Matt's going to talk about this, but um, because someone made a comment, uh, they were talking about (laughs) (laughs) and this is actually funny because we are actually also Colin (laughs) um, use use the new manscaped for your upper lip well crazy enough that's insane oh, we are now sponsored by uh by by manscaped oh wow I thank mean, you thank you so much for supporting the uh, podcast yeah. well manscaped. actually like starting tomorrow yeah you know because we're recording this on september 7th yeah. you know starting tomorrow it'll be official <laughs> but yeah um, so uh why am I talking about this? Oh, because I don't to talk about it. Yeah, you don't want to what? Because well, what would I don't you have for your, your your review. I, I, I don't have the product. Oh, right. Right. Matt so has the product. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. How's that shirt, it? James? Is it a nice shirt? <laughs> uh, the shirt is very nice. Um, the product is pretty good. Um, although they do promote it a certain way, you can actually use it on on. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I've actually, and it actually comes with for some of us who are rather. Hairier than others, yes. And it comes with a nose trimmer and an ear hair trimmer, which I was oh, like, wow. that is the best. You put and, that in your uh, ears? I thought yeah. it was for a nose specifically. I don't no, have no, any hair in my ears. Luckily. Well, you are uh, you were very blessed. I will. I say. am a youth. He's he's just so, not old enough yet. He's gonna hit yeah. that point. Although I got like bushels inside of my nostrils. I mean, look at these things. So, so yeah, but now they're clean, right? Because of you. <laughs> Yes, it's big, so. and they call the nose trimmer the weed whacker. The weed whacker. So yes, yeah. um, <laughs> I have been using that one 
I don't uh, know what's up with them in lawn appliances being the name of their products, but because uh, it's manscaped and and usually men love lawns, yeah. right? Because of manscaped, like landscape. Whole, like, but um, but yeah, starting on. tomorrow we will be officially starting our um, our thing with them, and uh, so yeah, we just wanted to throw that out there right now. Oh, and they got this, um, they got this. They gave us uh like ball deodorant and toner. It's like deodorant that you like put up here, but it's for okay. down there. It's great. <laughs> no, we got to talk about it, especially like, living in Florida. That sounds. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, we're living in California back. right now. It's like it's it's like a yeah. hundred degrees here in California right now. Um, <laughs> okay, someone good. just asked. Let's get back to the. Okay, uh, on the what's sack, the next thing to release television? Uh, what's the next thing to release for television? Uh, Andor comes out in uh, two weeks. Two weeks today. Oh, September twenty first. The first very, three episodes. Very excited. And Not that guy trying to get us off talking about our. our the more trailers that drop for Andor. The better it is looking. Like, it's, have you seen the newest very spot? Yeah, the newest spot is with Mon Mothma when she says, you know, the more of a nuisance I am, the more they can't realize what I'm actually doing. Yeah. Like, and I was like, this is cool. Like, she, she, she has the, the look of a politician, but in the reality, she's over here getting them to fight back. And they had the that whole honor. hell talk about how adult this series is. And I, mm-hmm. and I couldn't be more happy with that. Yeah, not that it's it's in it's it's just taking it very seriously and the topics very seriously. And uh, I, I could not be love to talk about this. That um that I agree with Josh, yeah uh that that clip that they showed at the IMAX screening for Rogue One um was very real and dark, and the thing that really got me off guard was of when um when one of the characters swears and then all the violence starts to happen. I'm like, okay, this is kind of a new turn for star Wars. Like they've sworn a couple of times, but it was like, you know, super quick. But in that clip, it was like, this is, this is going to be a dark show. This is going to be serious than what we've gotten before. It will probably still have that star Wars vibe, but also it's going to have more of that serious tone. Um, than yeah, what, it, what it, we've heard before. The controversy is not even a controversy, but the argument is, you know, George Lucas has did say he made Star Wars for 12 year old boys. Yeah, like that was what he made Star Wars for. And it's OK for him to be wrong. And, it, and but, but the thing is now now that we're growing up now that, you know, and, you know, even even uh, Dave Filoni has said, you know, he doesn't want to take that experience away from from a, from another kid, from another generation. Um, so it, it just comes to, like it's just this question, like does Star Wars need to grow up. Or can some Star Wars be grown up and some Star Wars still be made? Exactly. I 100% agree with the yeah, second option. Are like if Star Wars is for everyone, I believe oh. there should be another adult media. We've had it in books. We've had it in comics. But I believe mm-hmm. now is the greatest time to actually get it on film. And yes. But, is- but then again, I, I don't think that we should be, again, like like taking Star Wars away from that younger generation. Like, no, okay. but I, I believe that we should allow to have that separate media because, yeah. as we've said, Star Wars is for everyone. And I'm like, this, this, this you want to dip your toes into this the first way? Great. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see this new side of Star Wars. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to hear other fans, like people who are just getting introduced to Star Wars, like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And us being like, yeah, because we've never seen anything like this either. You know, like that's what mm-hmm. makes it fun. That's what makes the, the new, like the Taika Waititi Star Wars interesting is when people are going to be talking about it and us star wars fans are also going to be very very new to it over it's just going to be a fun like time to have a conversation with somebody about it if you ever um, finish it so there's that 
yeah, we got to anyways. So yeah, Andor is the next show coming out uh, September 21st. And as David said, it's basically an entire movie, uh, an hour and a half long movie that's going to be shown. So that's, that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, Princess length film right there. What was that? Disney princess length film right there. Yep, exactly. And no. <laughs> so, uh, what else? What else? And that was that question. Uh, what else? Uh, you well, you know, there's like Bad Batch, but we don't have like an official day for it. But it's probably going to be like either in the week following, or either I mean, they like got to they got to give following. us something. Like Josh said, tomorrow they should probably finally say, okay, this is when it's happening. Here's yeah. right. Just, watch them just drop it. I um, think they're going to start dropping the trailers that you saw over at Star yeah. Wars Celebration. God, um, I hope so. I think we will probably or... get. The official season three, the official season three Mandalorian one, probably not the one that we got at the actual panel, but the one before that, um, uh, at the Lucasfilm panel. I don't think we would get it like the one that they showed at, uh, at the Mandalorian Plus panel, just because the fact that that one was almost four minutes long, and the Mandalore shot and everything. Yeah, it showed a lot, like a lot to drop more. For this, yeah. only because we had so much dropped at Comic Con for yeah. Marvel, Marvel projects, so I'm like, now would be a great time, and you have two that are back to back that you can drop some big trailers. I would even say if it's Disney Plus, like, hey, like the full trailer will be dropped at D23 yeah. or something like that, where you'd have to tune into D23 to watch it. So. Uh, s- something else as well. I think they will do uh, is that they will announce uh, when. Uh, when Jedi Survivor is officially coming out, like the actual release date for that, and then most likely when they do, March. they will. Well, yeah, because that was the leaked date. But when they announce like the actual like official date, like like you know, like of the date and time and everything, Pre-order. they will put it. Yeah, all of that will go onto the PlayStation and Xbox Store where you will be able to pre be able to pre order and everything. Uh, is is my guess, and then an official announcement for the book of Boba Fett season two uh, and something and something about Acolyte um, on the game side. What do you, what do you, what were you guys expecting? So Hunter's release date, um, uh, survivor release date, and then Lego DLC. And then the wild card for me is that open world game. But I mean, are you guys expecting any other like wild card games or anything that has been rumored? No, I think mm. you pretty much said what, okay, what like the things that we're all kind of looking forward to. Yeah, it's um, just interesting that they're they're doing it then. But then, is it's a, is it a Lucasfilm panel? Um, because if it is, then you could get Indiana Jones. Well, they are going to discuss Indiana Jones and Lucasfilm's yeah. panel. So, yeah, they, Indiana yeah. Jones game. Oh, I don't know about the oh, game, but right. I know that the Lucas, honestly know is the probably Lucasfilm what will happen because I think Bad the official title game. for it is, um, uh, is the lucasfilm and marvel and disney games panel like okay. th- that's like the name of it okay. so it, it it would make sense for them to talk about the indiana jones game because because that was it? announced back in 2020 that mm. that that they were working on it and a in a game like that where it's like you know very it's similar uncharted, Bethesda, so it's very exciting right like i mean and to to possibly line it up with the release day of indiana jones 5 that would be really cool that'd be really really cool um how would you feel if they announced some other like indiana jones projects where they were like we are going to continue the young indiana jones series or or, or something like that 
Shia LaBeouf is coming back. <laughs> um, I, I think I think if um, for for like more Indiana Jones, I just want them to release this movie first before they start promising and telling us more things that are going to happen. Um, oh yeah, I think I think their focus right now should be just getting this movie out next okay. summer. Um, that's my that's my um, thing about it. Do I want to hear more Indiana Jones stuff? Heck yeah, I want to hear more Indiana Jones stuff. But if we haven't even gotten a full like title and a full anything else from the new movie i don't want to hear anything else except about this new movie. first statement and uh mm-hmm. just a little one, one more quick thing uh the hollywood bowl uh john williams was there performing at the hollywood bowl yep. and he did drop new music from indiana jones 5 he did drop the new theme for um phoebe waller uh oh uh, i didn't know that oh that's cool yeah, yeah he played her theme for what it's going to sound like in uh next year so that's really really cool and rumor has it she's her character may take over the uh not the title of indiana jones but the adventures so, Ooh. Um, so that, that's something to look forward to and she's great uh. she's a wonderful actress uh of course she was l3 in um and and solo so uh she's that's interesting i i i didn't hear that i don't know how i feel about that i mean it's just a rumor it's just a rumor going around right now um okay so that's uh that's hmm. that's just i just want to throw that out there interesting and yeah if 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 you're right, I forgot Lucasfilm does own Indiana Jones. I'm just kidding, but no, we should be also getting information about that for uh, for D23 as well. Yeah. Um, before we go on, somebody did ask us uh, rank Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, Mando, and Kenobi. I would right. put the first Mandalorian one. first, Kenobi second, mm-hmm. and then Book of Boba Fett last. I concur with that statement. I yeah. concur yeah. with that. Yeah. I feel that. All right, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna say the same thing. Although I did, I did really <laughs> like. I did really like uh, Book of Boba Fett quite a bit. So that one's that one's pretty high. Yeah, there but it was just it was just the those are in the order in the way that they gave me what I was expecting or wanted. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I got. I got so, you. Yeah. I got. Right, also, so in, going back a little bit in terms of TV series that are being released soon, we also forgot to mention uh, the Tales of the Jedi, which is releasing in late 2022. I think mm-hmm. in November. which we don't know the actual release date for that either. Right? Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I just no. I know it's probably going to be after Bad Batch and Andor for sure. Well, I'm probably thinking maybe November, possibly October, but most likely November because Andor will go all right. the way until then. So, yeah, so Netflix. Sh- just launched or just released their uh, Netflix uh, lineup for the next couple of months here. I, I think that over the next month, I think Disney plus tomorrow is also going to do the same thing. Um, and they're going to start, they're going to finally give us some dates and it's tales of the Jedi live action. It is animated um, and it is written by Dave Filoni and there are six stories. Uh, I believe it's three about Ahsoka, three about uh, Count Dooku. And uh, it's I saw the first episode at Celebration of, of Ahsoka and it was it was amazing. And they released a really cool trailer and then they never showed it to anybody else. So <laughs> I don't know why they. Did. I am they honestly more excited. Show. Yeah, I'm more yeah. excited for the Count Dooku storyline than I am a, than than about Ahsoka. And the only reason why is because we know a decent amount about Ahsoka, but we still don't know that much about Count. Like yeah. uh, like Count Dooku's like official like origin of why he turned to the dark side and if you think about it it might be very similar to why um it, to very similar to saruman's um story of of him uh turning to the dark side if you will mm. towards 
Sauron and um and like and Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Yeah, I never thought about that. That makes yeah. Yeah. Um, These two characters yeah, kind of do have a little bit of similarities. Right. right. So I could definitely see them doing something very similar with that, and that's kind of poetic because Christopher Lee played both of those characters. He did. And yeah. what's really cool is the voice of Qui Gon will be voiced by Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson. as well as Liam Neeson's son as well are going to be uh they're going to mix those voices together which is pretty cool mm-hmm. um so yeah tales of the jedi and i'm thinking it's interesting because we have disney plus day tomorrow as well as d23 starting right after that we're going to get a lot of information these next few days a so lot of these dates that, a lot of these dates that we're kind of hoping for i know we're probably going to be getting uh these next few days so that's that's exciting to think about um these release dates um and i i think tomorrow for disney plus day they should drop something mando season three they should drop a teaser just something quick because grogu is grogu is selling star wars right now so they gotta they gotta make yeah. sure people will keep subscribing to disney plus uh because speaking of, little- of uh subscribing and because you know there's a whole bunch of uh content coming out soon you know with our daily patreon podcast now's a really good time to hop on our patreon so yes. if you don't know about the Star Wars Stuff Podcast Patreon. We have a whole bunch of new tiers ranging from uh, $1 to $66. Ironically, 66, 66. <laughs> it's We did it on purpose. Um, and uh, our Black Kyber Crystal uh, members get mentioned on our, uh, on our actual podcast, the one that we're about to do right now. Um, so actually, Colin, do you have that list right now? I do have the list. <laughs> you wanna you wanna mention our our 66, some of our most 66. trusted friends and allies of the podcast? you know crazy enough I would love to do that. Here <laughs> is totally the shout out that. list. Yeah. yeah. Um. For our purple uh tiers, we have Chris Simpson, we have um Kevin L, we have Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters, and Zach Netzel. For our red tiers, we have. Fenrir526, Matt Heath, and Maya Morris. And for our uh, Black Kyber Crystal tier, we have... Um, I'm I'm trying my best here, guys. Uh, yeah, you are. Maka Tala, Nathan Shank, Evan O'Packer, and Liam McCallion. Thank you so much for... Liam's on here right now. Liam, thank you very much for supporting us. Thank you. Uh, 66 uh black kyber crystal some of those those names you mentioned have been with us since 2018 like some of these names have have been have been a part of this thing that long so thank you all so much for uh, supporting and uh like we were saying with patreon like matt was saying patreon uh david and a few of us try every day to get on and we just literally have a discussion about star wars uh it's called a podcast daily or patreon daily uh and david hosts it and yeah we just get on there and we just we just chat about Star Wars and the latest thing. I argue with David about so I'm just can't never argue with David about anything. But um, but yeah, we just have a we just have a discussion about Star Wars. And if news drops, that's usually where we will say it right away. We don't wait until the week. I mean, like these podcasts, we David and I will usually talk about it. So yeah, check out the Patreon. Uh, we have the links there below if you want to jump on and help us. Yeah, we got like five different tiers. So if you like, you yes. want to do like a two dollar month, we have the blue Kyber crystal. You get access to our private Discord server. You can do the five dollar tier, which you get uh, free versions of our weekly episode. You get uh, input oh, on yeah, future yeah. episodes, behind the scene videos. Uh, we actually have a blooper reel that we're working on. I know I contribute to that a lot. 
Um, <laughs> we have the purple Kyber Crystal tier, which is $10, which you get all the things I just previously mentioned. Plus, you get personal shout-outs on a regular show, just like we just did now, behind the scenes video game, videos uh, of yours truly and uh, other podcasters in Galaxy's Edge. Um, and then there's red, which is $25, I believe. Oh, it's right in front of me. Yeah. The red <laughs> Kyber Crystal, you get access to everything I just mentioned before. You also get access to our... our workshop cosplay building as well as um hangout sessions once a month with yours truly and other hosts of the podcast personal thank you videos um access to our merchandise which is not something that is of public mind yet um and access to our limited sabak talk video podcast if you haven't paid attention to those podcasts in the past those sabak talks are extremely entertaining not only for the people playing the game but for those watching and then of course we have the black tier kyber crystal which is 66 dollars. you get everything that i just previously mentioned before as well as access to all current and future merch and chances to win items from our unboxing videos we have tons of merchandise uh we've given away black series figures helmets uh Mm -hmm. sets we got tons of stuff in the future that we're planning on doing for our unboxing videos and we don't keep those. We give those to you guys. Yes. Uh, so we, we, we buy them using your money. And we give them right back to you. That's how we do it here. So we're, you're just, we're that, you're, we're that cool. Yeah, we're cool like that. <laughs> we're, we're that cool. But yeah. So if you wanted a link, you can go to um, uh, Star Wars Stuff Podcast uh, on, our, on our Instagram or Facebook. All the links are there. But we also have it right here below. If Colin wants to put that up, it is. Uh, there it is. <laughs> yep. It's at Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187. That number is important. Don't forget that part. Yeah, the number is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so to, our, to our, our followers already, thank you so much for your continued support. To our future followers, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Jedi. So uh, I think we should have a friendly conversation. Let's talk about The Last Jedi. I'm kidding. All right, so uh, what else? Uh, what else? You know, okay, today? first off, I didn't even bring that up. Dude. That was you. That was 100% you. <laughs> it was a good segue. Anyways, uh, so what else do we have on the uh, agenda today? Uh, there was a leak um, for season three of Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. uh, for reasons that. I will not show the video because it would kind of be um, copyright um, yes. because it is unofficial footage. Um, but kind of obvious who's in the video, at least one of the people. Yes. So in that footage, it does show the character Pokatan, and it and the there's a second figure in there that is possibly one of um, her fellow mandalorians from season two of mandalorian with a jetpack and it looks like she is fighting them and the person wearing the armor is wearing like the same color scheme armor as bokatan so there's a chance that it could be one of them but what's interesting is that some of those um some of those actors uh stated that they would not be in season three of uh of mandalorian uh so who do you guys think that she could potentially be fighting do you think think it's a character that we know or or do you think it's just like someone that is not agreeing with the way that she's running things and it's just like a a random mandalorian that we haven't met yet i'm gonna say just random Mandalorian. what's the sasha banks character um I think I thought that's why when I first saw it the first time I thought that's who it was because I thought I saw a braid down the side of that person um, that she was fighting. 
Costco Reeves is is her character's name. Yeah, there's yeah, David. So, yeah. So Costco yeah. Reeves. Because she uh, has uh, that she has the same color scheme, she has that same jetpack, and she has a braid going down the right side of her head, and that's what I thought I saw. Mm-hmm. Um the video quality of that video is subpar at best um yeah. so it's kind of difficult it is someone out. filming like from a distance and you can cl- yeah and they're like you can tell that they they're not supposed to be filming it because it kind of looks like they're hiding it so, so you it mean is- an assistant editor on the project was like no one's gonna notice james we're not snitching chill <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. what, what, what i find really interesting about the footage that y'all saw at celebration as well as some of this footage that we're seeing is a lot of the footage from Mandalorian that we were seeing like the first hand was only like the first two episodes, first three episodes. Yeah. So think of all the images we have seen that have leaked and just think that that's only the first three episodes of the entire season. There's and so then, much to look forward to. There's my so gosh, much man. more that we have no idea. Uh, so, um, so I, I will say about the footage that we saw at celebration over at the, at the Mandalorian plus panel, there was more footage that they didn't show um, at the Lucasfilm panel than what they did at the Mandalorian Plus panel. And at that panel, th- there were definitely things where I'm just like, that seems like it's going to be happening at the, like in the middle of the season or maybe near the end of it. It didn't seem like shots from like the first couple of episodes. There were heavy plot point shots that looked like that were happening. I don't um, know, man. I, I just. Just the way, like, when we saw those first images of Mando season one and season two, we were like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And then you realize with Mando season one, it was just the first episode. Like, all of it was the first episode. Right. And so same with season two. Season two, we saw the first four episodes, I believe. Um, and then after that, we were completely in the dark. So yeah. I'm just curious as to how much we have actually seen of Mandalorian season three. And right. John Favreau and Dave Filoni like to keep it, like, um well yeah they they love doing that because they don't like leaking things and john faber's used to that because you know he's worked for marvel so with marvel it's secrets all the time uh but i am i'm hoping that's the case it it would be great if we end up seeing you know maybe max rebo come back and i thought we were gonna go a whole podcast without you talking about that stupid blue elephant how dare you sir we were doing so good we were we were doing great i thought about it when james mentioned last jedi i did bring the last jedi so that right about that and he walks on his hands (laughs) (sighs) Uh, do we have do we know the episode count for season three we do not yet no Um, we don't so far what was it it was nine episodes eight episodes for first two seasons um so something like that i mean if if andor is as cool and and and, you know groundbreaking who knows if maybe they did the same thing for mando and they pushed this one to 12 episodes but i don't think so i think it's gonna be about nine episodes for that we know for sure that andor is only two seasons whereas mandalorian is about to enter its third so Uh, and on top of that i i I don't think we also know how long the episodes are going to be for andor yeah true um she it could be like a 22 minutes. minute episode the other day. Yeah. I don't think it would be like She Hulk. I think. Point? I mean, I could see it being maybe over 30 minutes, but if it ends up being like 20 something minutes, I'm like, that's just a waste. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, like, uh, uh, there's a few episodes of Mando that were like 32 minutes long. And I'm like, oh, oh that what is the first, point. 
that that first season of the Mandalorian, I was so afraid because I didn't know what to expect. And as the season went on, the shorter the episodes got to me, and I was like, "Oh no, w- like what's happening? Like we need more time. Slower. We need more time." And 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 it kind of felt like there were some filler episodes at first. But if you go to season two. There's not that many like filler episodes. I think there's just that well, one. For for you, would you rather have it spaced out like that per week, where it was like ten episodes in a season, or would you rather have it like six to seven, but they're longer episodes? Kind of like mm-hmm. Kenobi. I think people more appreciate more episodes. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah, because people are just be like it's it's too short. It's like, well, I mean, well, it, every episode was an hour, but they're like, no, it's still still too short for me. Yeah, people are not. Like, yeah. And I mean, yeah, one of the okay, best parts yeah, about The Mandalorian like was building speculation. And because it was episodic every week, everyone would go home and talk about what they think was going to happen next. And I think it was that was definitely a major plus. Yeah. I mean, we all kind of like grew up in the age where like commercials were still like a really big thing. So like you had to like wait like three or four minutes every 10 minutes of an episode that you watched. And now they're just like, it's all together, like a single episode. But then you got to wait a whole week to see another episode. So like they're they're changing the level of anticipation. And I think that like as a society we're just getting extremely impatient. And a <laughs> classic example of that is like like TikTok, like you can't keep your attention span for more than t- 10 seconds to watch a video before you're ready to go to the next video. Mm-hmm. Um and we're all guilty of it. We'll just scroll TikTok for like an hour. And I know people that are, they get stuck on that app for like hours at a time. They're like, "Oh my god, I just sat in my bed for 2 hours." He said, "Mind your business." <laughs> um oh uh, one thing I will say, Netflix was was really was really cool and really smart when they told uh, the, the the Duffer Brothers, "Hey, uh, however long you want these episodes of Stranger Things, you get those 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 that length." They didn't care how long the episodes were for Stranger Things. That last season, those episodes were an hour, hour and a Freaking half, movies. two hours long. It was a, it was a movie they showed, and it worked. People like watched yeah, like that. part two. Yeah, yeah, people watched all of that and nobody complained about the length of that so you know david and i talked about this before it was like i hope disney pays attention and says hey if it's good the people will sit and watch this entire thing and they don't care how long it is as long as it's good so i'm hoping we start to get some of those length episodes uh going forward with some of the star wars stuff coming out right so star wars podcast episodes should not be longer than these tv shows how dare hey, you we had that conversation a long time ago uh david and i and colin too but when season one came out of mando it was like it was like why are why are why are our breakdowns longer than the actual show was like that's not possible well like, the show should not be so here's my thing about that is when you have a group of ours that just wants to talk you know kind of talk about we also stuff get kind of that is star wars very easily star wars so. stuff Mm-hmm. We will dive deeper into things because it's like we are not story driven. We are all about every single detail. We try and break everything down as much as we can. Uh, so, you know, sometimes we go two hours. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't done that in a while. I know not everyone on the podcast. Let us know in the comments if you want a um, two hour podcast. Well, I think I think when we actually end up hitting those two hour podcasts, it's usually when we go into to episodes. So I've always yeah. liked how we, we've really hit like the one hours when it's we're not focused on just an episode and viewing news plus the episode, whereas we can just view the news now, which is an hour. And then we would have bro- broken down an episode, which would have been another hour or so. Sure. 
Get a point. Yeah. Get a point. And you know, we're going to be doing that yeah. stuff very soon. You very know? soon. I'm so excited. Back to the three hours like, soon. Decide yeah. to do like a, a Star Wars stuff podcast after dark where we like do like more adult, you know, like content. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm no. talking about, you know, I, like, yeah. then we can actually get Mason on the podcast. The, no, not, <laughs> not Mason. I meant like, um, you ever like listen to like podcasters and they have like on their Patreon, they're like, oh, this is, this is this regular standard podcast, but we just add alcohol into the mix. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's an after, right. like, so you, you don't have a just filter a little bit more loose, just drink a little bit more and, talkative. And which is what we had for Sabak Talk. That was the... A little bit less filter, if you know That's what I mean. That's what our Sabak Talk is. Yeah. Have you not listened to our episodes of Sabak Talk, Matt? Because no, I, that, that's not what I'm saying, but like, like anyway, Sabak <laughs> Talk is family friendly most Anyways. of the time. Uh, well, most of um, the time. Let's Most get back on subject here. What else do we have here? What else do we have here? Uh, we have uh, the fact that Giancarlo Esposito and uh, John Boyega will be potentially joining Marvel in the future. That's exciting. That's kind of sad um, though for Boyega jumping on Marvel. I'm just kidding. No, I want I want John Boyega to do everything. I need that. Yeah, guy. I mean, I if everywhere. you were if you paid attention to our podcast uh, that we recorded on Monday and released on Tuesday, we talked about. Um, John Boyega voicing his opinion on wanting to step back from Star Wars and not participate in the franchise anymore. Yeah. Uh, in in response to the way that his uh, character was um, handled. How much by of a bag do you think they Disney? offer that poor man? Uh, if he comes back from Marvel, bro, that must be an insane bag that they just offered. Yeah, him. that would be. Well, we'll see. Um, but like the fact that like do we have two major Star Wars characters from different. Uh, uh, series in the franchise coming over to do marvel whereas we've seen the, we see these two go back and forth all the time like we sit with sale with uh john favreau being like one of the primary like founders of like the modern day mcu uh and then recreating and reestablishing how uh star wars is made today um so i'm excited to see because we don't we see a lot of like marvel people coming over and working on star wars but we don't have a lot of like face characters going or face actors going and going on that side of the grass you know well if we're talking about star wars actors there's also um she has not officially made her debut yet but uh but amelia clark is actually joining the marvel universe um who my um, wife she she played (laughs) kira in solo and she will be playing a scroll um and in secret invasion how in, can you in just that play show, a scroll? Episode. You can only like read those. Like, how are you gonna be one? <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. I, I will say though, they did miss out. <laughs> Jiminy on Cricket. He said Jiminy Cricket, and yeah, that made me laugh bro. more than my own comment. Uh, but no, no. What I'm saying is, they missed out by not including Amelia Clark in any more future Star Wars stuff. I mean, that was just. We don't know that yet. There is always that open opportunity for Crimson Dawn to show up in season two of Book of Boba Fett if they do that, which I suggest they do because like, they, that speculation that, yeah. has been just like, please bring your back. Please. Like they, they <laughs> bring back my mother. They had the oh. opportunity to do that in Book Khaleesi, of Boba Fett, please. and that's what was disappointing. Khaleesi? Guess who worked with the? Uh, so I read that new book. Um, oh my gosh, jeez, uh, the new one that just came out. Lando and uh, Shadow of the Sith, or uh, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking Lando. Uh, um, cricket today, yeah. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I know, right? The What's the name? Uh, the villain, yeah, he he worked with uh, K- uh, Kira there for a second after the Clone Wars, and I thought that was uh, that 
that was actually a pretty cool reference where he was like, I worked with Kira and the and Crimson Dawn during this time. And I was like, man, there's there, and it's there. We need we need more of that. I think we need a lot more of that. Um, back to John Boyega though. Did you hear his thoughts about uh, episode nine, uh, Colin Trevorrow? Did y'all hear about that? Um, I I know of it, but could you just elaborate? Because I never so so he they did ask him about the episode nine, uh, Colin Trevorrow's Duel of the Fates, and he said he'll never read the script because it's going to make him sad. Because he 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 says it's kind of disrespectful to read the leaked script, but he did say that when Colin Trevorrow pitched it to him, it was amazing and it was a great great Star Wars movie that he was excited for, and so he so Boyega is still a little bummed that he didn't get that that moment and what's crazy is if hold on one, one more second one more second is is the arc that that finn goes through in duel of the fates was really really cool That's, him i mean well. that was what i was thinking because like yeah. i was like did he love it so much because his character got what he deserved oh yeah versus he becomes, what actually happened to him he because becomes, like he i remember a like, leader yeah, yeah. but I like he, like like he said in that article i mentioned um in our last podcast where he said that like he felt as if his character was kind of disrespected by Disney and they were using him for his, the color of his skin. They were, they were using his, his name and they were kind of putting his character's development on the, on the back burner and not giving him the force sensitive attention that he was supposed to be getting in the beginning. So his character development was kind of stunted. And I I was thinking that's what you were going to mention when you said you were, you wanted to talk about that, that uncut version of the duel of fates. And I'm like, yeah, because I think uh, I was like, yeah, because I think that um, he really would have loved to see his character come into fruition with his four sensibilities, um, getting to be a little bit his character and um, and the character of Ray Skywalker, uh, getting to get more on a on a personal level, not necessarily like romantically, but just like in terms well, of like for sensitivity, you know, being able to connect more. So what were you saying? Well, I was going to say was in the um, in this in this draft of Duel of the Fates, Finn um, is a leader and he he and Rose lead a revolt and a big, uh, big army on Coruscant here in the final battle, which is amazing. Coruscant. Yeah, that's it was yeah. Yeah, the climax of the movie is going to be in Coruscant. Um, and then afterward, he, Rose. And, he and Rose <laughs> uh, get together and they actually start to um, shelter force sensitive children. They start to they start to bring them all together. Um which is which is pretty cool which is pretty cool and also uh finn see i have to go back and read it because i don't think he was force sensitive in that way um that we kind of would have hoped he would be i -hmm. think we know he knows of the force and i think maybe like later it's it's led us to believe that later on he would start to develop it but almost like how they did it in the rise of skywalker was kind of what was going like, to happen. But you know, the, like, the track with Leia, yeah, where right. she wasn't that necessarily Force-sensitive, but she kind of developed yeah. her sensibilities. Yeah, and that's that what I was that, figuring was going to happen. That was going to happen. And, um, yeah, I, I felt, and I, I'm not being controversial here, I just felt like how they set him up in The End of the Last Jedi and what happens to him in the, in the Rise of Skywalker, it was like, man, that's just like a... They just stopped his story. They're like, his growth is over. His arch is it's out. We're just going to keep going. Um, so, yeah, Boyega said that his uh, he'll always be sad that he wasn't able to do that Duel of the Fates uh, story. Um, mm-hmm. He'll never read it. He doesn't want to read it because I think he says it'll make him just really sad that it never I happened. I mean, yeah, he's already gone through enough disappointment with, you know, his career in Star Wars and and just in like his personal life with just how much of an activist he is that he he has a lot going on. He doesn't really need to. 
add something else to that you know yeah and he has a new movie coming out this year which looks amazing he has like two movies yeah he's 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 good he's doing he's doing fine he's he's and i and i like i said i want john boyega everywhere i need him in everything because he's a he's an amazing with his potential and mcu now he's got a pretty full plate coming up yeah he's being mcu is a very large commitment i just need him to do his iconic um his iconic race scream one last time like the Ray! 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 <laughs> that's beautiful all right what else uh what else we got what today? i do every time i see the ray walk out in front of the falcon <laughs> Ray! Ray! <laughs> you guys are something else to tell you that right now something else entirely uh we can talk about uh how um the you know the the Emmy nominations and winners. Oh yeah, Colin. Book of Boba Fett won some. Yeah. Uh, won an, uh, an Emmy for a all I want is Star Wars to win an Oscar or or like an actual thing for like Best Picture. That's all I want. I like I, I okay because you got to go movies for that. E. I was gonna so, say blame blame the Academy's awards for being like no Annie Hall was better than A New Hope. Why on earth didn't an Avenger shape of water an Oscar? I think that movie should have won an Oscar for sure. Um, uh, Avengers Endgame. Nah. No. No. Yeah. No. Infinity War should have won over. Uh, no, I would pick Infinity War yeah, over Endgame. I'd pick Infinity yeah, War over Endgame. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Who won? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that movie's amazing. Colin likes it because he thinks he is Captain America, and he he sees himself in that movie. But but I will ending. say though, um, oh, no. when it comes to the Oscars and and Star Wars, I mean, the original movie didn't win Best Picture, it didn't win Best Director. It was nominated for Best Picture and Best Director, but it did not win. Woody Allen won, which, hey, good job, Oscars for giving that guy <laughs> an Oscar. Yeah, um, and then uh, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. If you know who Woody Allen is, you would know like how. It's anyways. He's the um, he's the ant guy <laughs> from that ant uh, movie. And then you got uh, what's his call it? Then uh, Empire Strikes Back won a few Oscars. I don't think we throw the Jedi. I think it won no. an Oscar. But then after that, uh, Episode One, Two, and Three did not win an Oscar. Nope. And of course, Seven, Eight, and Nine did not win an Oscar. They were all nominated, but they did not win. So then, win well, anything? Are we? Or, there's nothing for costuming, sounding, visual effects. Nothing. nothing. Wow. And somehow, Book of Boba Fett managed to get an Emmy, an Emmy winning for outstanding special visual effects. But we always get that, though. Like, Star Wars always gets, like, the win, best. We didn't win best visual effects at the Oscars. Are you saying the Emmys are easier to win? Yeah, I guess. I think that's what he's saying. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not as much, many, many people can pour I mean, this isn't, like, a Sundance yeah. Film Festival either, so, like... <laughs> No. Yeah, episode one, episode four, one, episode five, one, episode six, I believe, won a few, but then after that, none of them won after, after that going forward. I mean, you guys know for sure, Collins are a real movie kind of sewer. I mean, <laughs> you ever look at his social media? He's always rating movies. John Williams like, was nominated for every every single so, movie, but didn't win, which is a trash. Yeah, That's I a steal for sure. That's I'm. Just- I'm really sad actually because Indiana Jones Five is probably his very last movie that that he's going to compose. Yeah. Um. You so the what? fact that some of us actually had the chance to see him live, um, cried, cried at celebration. That was really, really Roman like, cry. Because of 
I thought the last time that we'd ever see him like that would be over at 2017 when like for episode eight in the last in the last Jedi and everything, and then all of a sudden he just popped up on stage and and he just started you know doing the Indiana Jones theme, and then Harrison Ford walked out. And we were like, what? Well, that's because he heard it was my first time, and he was like, "Well, let me do it just for Matt, real quick." Yeah, Uh, good. I'm glad y'all were there, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of weird because like we were all like all very equally confused and excited, but all of us were all equally emotional in this situation because we just were like so in awe and so starstruck at the presence Mm -hmm. of this genius who we never expected. London. I feel like London will be a lot of fun. I hope they don't carry the lottery system. Um, for those who don't know, we'll hear about it. They, let's not talk about the lottery system. We, I think we're about <laughs> don't something. speak it into existence. Let's, let's we just, managed to go keep, so just, long without talking about it. Let's go to something else. <laughs> let's talk about uh, our uh, our character of the week. You guys voted, so on there we um, we had the Death Sticks guy from Attack the Clones. Uh, I love or, the Matrix. Uh, yeah, but or, say the Matrix, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we had. Thank you for catching that. Okay, who else? Will Row Hood, and you guys voted. Will Row Hood. That is, is our character of the week. Um, I would have voted for the guy. For those who don't know, you're right. <laughs> it is man. the ice guy. He is carrying right. an ice cream, uh, an ice cream maker from the 1980s. Um, he was first seen in Empire Strikes Back as a background character, and he became such a fan favorite. Now there's the tradition at Star Celebration every year that people dress up as him and they just run around the con. Um, something that Josh is holding uh, is is that thing that he carries. It is actually sold um, at Star Wars uh, at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. In the in the market, is there a specific place where you can get it, or is it? Yeah, where's the where can people buy? You can get it at Doc Ondars. Oh, Doc Ondars. Doc Ondars. I like it. But uh, but yeah, that's awesome. Good for him. And then I like that John Favreau has since turned the ice cream maker into a um, into uh, (laughs) even look at the mustache. Go back. Go back. Go back to that Lego. Look at that stash. Why? Why did they Colin, design that's it that what a mustache way. looks like. Get that manscape razor on. <laughs> Anyways, well, yep, that's our character of the week. And yeah, uh, awesome, awesome. Do you have any like any other backstory about that man? Do you find anything else about him? Well, like, crazy enough, I do. Um, Let me have it, man. I want to know more about this man. <laughs> so, Is he, like, got cookies uh, and cream up in there, or what's going on? I uh, so he. He actually goes back um, to Cloud City um, after the events of Return of the Jedi to go and take um, take back the city from the Empire. Because, mm-hmm. as you know, even though the war ended, there were still different parts of the Empire that existed, um, right. which you can actually right. play a level in Cloud City uh, in Star Wars Battlefront 2 in that campaign um, for the Inferno Squad campaign. And he actually goes back with a couple of uh, of members of the New Republic, including Lando, and they retake Cloud City uh, back oh, from wow. from the leftovers of the Empire. That's um, leftover ice cream from the Empire. Yes, and other fun fact is that he made ice cream for everyone. After that, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, that's a cool guy. I was uh, say that. Oh, you did not just never mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, he's so yeah, chill. The you, <laughs> uh, the uh, the fact that he was a background character that showed up on screen for like three seconds, and now he has this following of yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, I mean <laughs> like, that happens a lot in Star Wars, though. Yeah, like, your your obsession with Max Rebo, that guy like was on screen. Hey, for, like, hey, how many hey. seconds? He has showed up like more. I know, than but like ever, in the though. original trilogy, yes, yeah, like he was on screen for not that long at all. He had more screen he's... time than Will Rowe Hood. Not <laughs> much more, like ten seconds. But he maybe did though, and then it got blown up in Book of Boba Fett. The um, R.I.P. Max Rebo. Oh, he didn't bite on that. Okay, uh, I'm 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 just ignoring your bad insult. But anyways. Um, that is opinion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to discuss? Nope. Uh, we can Nothing. get to an argument later, but I think I think we're all good. <laughs> but um, no, I think that was pretty good. Uh, I think yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's about all we were going to speak about today. I think so. Actually, I think there's one thing. Um, that oh, just one more thing that Josh and I were talking about earlier today, and um, and it was. Where in some of the live action Star Wars shows, we don't get that um, really that kind of time difference. Like every single time, like a time jump, it like it says, you know, five years later, six years oh, later. The, the main conversation I was having is I don't know if yeah. you've seen um, House of the Dragon yet. I am really enjoying how they're doing their uh, time skips. So it's yeah. been like six months and then two years and nine months. Um, but it's it's still relative to the story, and I, I think I would love to see that in the Star Wars project, and uh, maybe see the 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 influence of the Empire through. Like I know we're going to see a lot of it in Andor, but I'd love to see like the the turning point for people over the years of where they were like, you know what, I'm going to go join the the Rebel Alliance, and I think it would be great to see that in a uh, like here's here's what it is now. Here's this person six months from now um let's see what they they accomplish in uh, two years and i would love to see it by episodic basis i think that'd be really fun they might yeah. do that in the vader series if that comes to existence well we yeah, one might seeing in, that in vader series well we know we're yeah. doing that in andor but we're just going to see how they're actually gonna how they're gonna do that jump how they're gonna do those jumps in time because there are there are scenes of andor where he looks very very young and then there's other scenes where he looks not yeah, he, they're gonna they're gonna space that out over five years. So I, I, I'm so we have interested to some... see how they're gonna do that. As I uh, uh, as long as they don't have the last episode where it's like twelve hours before Rogue One. Like as long as they like don't have that at the bottom of the screen. Don't like put that on the bottom where, of the screen. Let me oh, figure it out on my own. Do not do yeah. that. Yeah, my Could you imagine if they did that? You just hear Josh go. Nah! Exactly. If it just like pops up in the bottom, like, I, I like, dude, go, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Throws over is the mic. Is this the end of every single Spider-Man movie that came out from Disney? Mm, no, but it could be. That's funny. But yeah, but uh, see, with that Garfield being said, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for you. Uh, we're on Facebook. Um, we have a great uh, group on there. We're on Patreon. We've already talked about Patreon. Uh, we are adding a lot more stuff. There are chances to um, gain prizes and such. We're on Instagram. 
at Star Stuff Podcast, Twitter at Stuff Pod, TikTok, search for Star Wars Stuff Podcasts. We also have our own Gmail, uh, Star Wars Stuff Podcast, gmail.com. And we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Please go give us a review. Even if it's all about David, go do it. It's funny. It's great. Uh, and, or if it's calling out Colin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and we're also on the Stuff Podcast podcast. Uh, um, our website is called stuffpodcastnetwork.com that has our bios on there that has our patreon link uh it it has everything from our podcast universe it's on there go yes, and check it out yeah. we're on twitch uh sw stuff right 77 <laughs> yes we are you're not wrong and we're live but i was talking about gaming right but, now but with that being said from myself matt josh and james Hello. the force will be with you Always. Always. Pew, 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 pew.